0: Radio Theater Project. Radio Theater Project.
1: A radio drama series series featuring comedy, science fiction, and mystery. 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 Old stories and new. Radio Theater Project. Theater of the mind for today.
2: Water, the last resource. Without water, life is impossible. In 2061, water was disappearing fast and people were arguing over the rights to water leading to war. Now it's 2065, and the new Civil War is winding down as this great catastrophe comes to an end. Presenting Civil War 2065, The End, based on a story by Joseph Altscheller, written for radio by Sandra Hamilton.
3: Pay attention. The last patrol up here reported seeing a signal fire on Jackman and found evidence of a sizable but old camp just above the creek. Some of the people we're looking for know these woods. The people from town that run supplies to them sometimes? Yeah, there's probably a few of them up here at least part of the time. When people started showing up back home in Oregon, it was just an endless stream of arrivals. Those people were refugees and they never wanted to secede from the US and we took them in and fed them. But
4: these guys were after now. They only left when they knew their side was losing the war.
3: Yeah. The first wave of deserters appeared right after the Battle of Los Angeles. When we went them there, they knew it was pretty much over. So why do you think people here in Washington State would help them? You got a family all over, don't you? I do. Before the war, I was going to the advanced school with my cousin, Ellie, who's from Texas. She's Southwest Army. You must be a rich man's son to go there. Wrong. I had a scholarship. My cousin was rich very rich. Didn't matter, though. She got drafted by her side when the war was just a conflict. You talked to her? Not for a very long time. Last I heard from Ellie, she was in New Mexico. Not long after the Hoover Dam siege. What was that? Everybody down! There's a man, up in the meadow below the third switchback. He just stuck behind the boulders. I saw it, too. A person running. O'Brien, get up the road to the bend. Williams, you and not to go down that way. Jess, you let command know we're after one. I'm going up and over the top.
5: Stop! Stop! Stop right there, or I'll shoot. Ow!
4: Damn it! Anyone hit? I got grazed on the ear, probably by some rock that
3: busted off when he fired this way. But I'm okay. Did we get him? I don't know. He's gone disappeared down the ridge. O'Brien, hasty. Go look for a blood trail. Just patch up William's ear. Welcome to Fort Shannon training ground, General Shulman. Sir, I'm Sergeant Carson Smith. I'll show you to your quarters. Good to meet you, Smith. Likewise, sir.
6: This place looks about the same as it did when I was a kid, Smith. We used to sneak in here and play in the ruins of the factory. You from this part of Washington? No, sir. I grew up in the Seattle area, Wallingford. You've been here a little while, though.
3: Yes, sir. We established the fort almost a year ago.
6: I went to school here from first grade on and then the army, then WSU. I became a veterinarian. When the conflict started breaking out, I sold my practice, my house in Mount Vernon, and rejoined the Army. Hard to believe that it was only five years ago. You must know some of the local people. I do. My sister still lives up in Rockport. Got a few more people scattered throughout the valley. What's your story, Smith? What made you a military man?
3: I dropped out of the advanced school and joined just before the Hoover Dam Siege. I was planning on being a civil engineer. The war happened, and my dad's alcoholism blew up. I needed to get out of my parents' home. I didn't have any money.
6: Now most of the fighting is done, and you're hunting deserters up in the Upper Skagit. Heard you
3: almost had one yesterday. Yes, sir. We lost them up on Sock Mountain. There's been several camps up there, and on Jackman, too. Drone footage shows the abandoned ones, but they shoot the drones out of the sky when we get close. Starting tomorrow, we will take a different approach, Smith, and focus on anyone in town who might be helping them. Your tent is right here, sir. I'm across from you over there. Mess Hall is the big one up by the lake. Latrines are there, there, and also by the quarry. I know where the grocery store is, the post office, bars, restaurants. Is there still a laundromat in town? No, sir. I'll have someone dry clean your laundry for you tonight. There's mosquito repellent, water, and some other things on the table you might need. Very good, Smith. Dismissed. Guess I should catch up on the latest news.
5: I'm Pete Stanwick in Washington, D.C. Tonight's special report from the Vox Network, Healing and Reconstruction in a War-Torn USA. It's brought to you by Jimmy Moore's Canned Soy Breakfast Sausage. Mmm, mmm. I'll have some mores. But first, here's Chad Chadwick in the locker room.
3: Oh, boy. I think I'll try the British Com News instead.
5: I'm Nora Wellington with BCN. The
0: Second U.S. Civil War has reached a ceasefire three weeks ago thanks to the decisive victories by the U.S. loyalist side. But reports of isolated skirmishes continue. My colleague Simon Lowell-Bigsby is live tonight in Las Vegas, Nevada. Simon?
1: Thank you, Nora. I'm here in Las Vegas, where peace talks have been proceeding cautiously. After Southwest President Jason Lewis was found dead in his vintage gasoline-powered SUV of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot, former Arizona Governor Bill Whitley stepped in to offer the ceasefire and talks. Governor Whitley was Lewis's
0: senior advisor and chief of staff, stepping informally into the role of a, sort of, a vice president last year.
1: That's right, Nora. The hastily formed Southwest government brought Whitley into the spotlight. However, he and President Lewis were friends for decades prior.
0: Can you tell us, Simon, what is the general mood of Las Vegas, knowing that high-level talks are going on between Whitley and U.S. President Maria Grimes Hidalgo?
1: Sin City gambles on, Nora, and the ubiquitous pop scene showdown tryouts are going on just blocks from here at the convention center. Are details emerging from the talks yet? What we do know is that the U.S. has agreed to grant amnesty to Southwest soldiers who turned themselves in before January 1st, and Governor Whitley has agreed to the release of U.S. soldiers held in Red Rock Correctional Facility in Arizona.
0: That was Simon Lowell Bixby reporting live from Las Vegas. Now for a word from our sponsor.
4: Sarge, you ever think about the first Civil
3: War? Yeah, Williams. I think about that sometimes. I had a history class that spent a few weeks discussing it.
4: I was just thinking about what you said the other day, your cousin being on the other side. How's that going to go after this is over?
3: Yeah. We're close. We were, anyway. It's sort of surreal thinking about being on opposite sides. She got drafted, and I joined up to escape a toxic home life. I don't know about the rest of the family, but I think we'll be fine.
4: Maybe that'll make it easier with the other folks.
3: Maybe. Why'd you join?
4: I joined up when my friends did. I didn't want to be left behind.
3: When I think about this being over water, it just seems insane.
4: I know it. We wouldn't deny a person water if they were standing in front of us, but... The fight is more about
3: how to share a dwindling resource. It became about more than water when the US government mandated that we switch to lab-grown meat. phase out ranching and outlaw lawn watering, car washing and other wastes of water.
4: Yeah, I don't mind the lab-grown meat. It tastes the same to me. But I know guys on our side who will buy black market beef.
3: That's crazy! How do you hide cows?
4: (laughs) Carefully, I assume. You can go to prison for having them five years and a $5,000 fine per animal.
3: So many people on universal basic income. Hardly anybody could afford real meat anyway.
4: Yeah. UBI is all right if you still work or you have a place to garden. These folks up here are lucky like that.
3: Yep. Anybody getting enough rain to garden is very lucky.
4: Back before all this, I drank pop and coffee, not water. I bought pretty much what I wanted, when I wanted it. I didn't think twice about disposable stuff or conservation.
3: We were all like that.
4: Yeah. Now I value everything I get to eat, drink, or enjoy. Me too. At first, I wasn't too worried. I thought I was being hyped up. Then rationing came to my neighborhood.
3: My dad nearly had a stroke when the beer shortage happened, and I know he was paying triple the regular price to a trucker with a stolen load of lager.
4: My mom did that a few times. Then she got a rain barrel and spent a few hundred bucks on a filtration system. Started brewing her own. How's it taste? Uh, It's right. She got better at it. What made you think about the first Civil War tonight? I read some old books about it when I was a kid. I just didn't think there would ever be
3: another Civil War. That one was so horrible. Yeah, I didn't think it would happen either. The culture wars of 40 and 50 years ago were awful, but never reached the level of actual large-scale warfare, despite extremist sentiments and provocateurs both foreign and domestic.
4: Now, I think about the people we're looking for in the mountains. I wonder if we really learned anything in the 200 years between civil wars.
3: Me too. I want to believe we're better now. But that's... that's hard sometimes.
4: What do you think about Shellman?
3: They put him in charge because he's from here. Knows the woods a bit, like some of the people we're after. He's a bit circumspect. Seems pretty tough. He used to be a veterinarian. Hmm.
4: From fixing up pet bunnies to hunting people like wild rabbits, that's a story.
0: It's so damn cold up here at night. What are we going to do when actual winter comes? I don't know, Ellie. When we ditched our smart comes back in Utah, it seemed like a good idea not being trackable. But now? Yeah, I know. I wish I could have gotten through to Carson. He would have helped us. We made it here to Washington, but he could be anywhere. Here, have some more fish. You've lost too much weight, Ellie. Oh, I know. I think it's from drinking the water out of the streams. When we ran out of potable water tablets, I started being sick to my stomach every day. Are you sure your cousin would help us? Like, really sure? Oh, I'm sure. And we
2: have to find him. We won't make it up here when the snow comes, and neither will a lot of these other people.
0: That man called Boudreaux their camp leader keeps saying he'll keep us fed, but I don't think he can. Me neither keeps trying to get you to sleep with him so any food he offers will come with a price and he ain't shown himself to be the great hunter he says he is. That's why you and me are on this side of the creek, Ellie and also why I tied up all those beer cans around the perimeter <laughs> of our little camp. I'm with you there, Green. If we hear him coming, well, I sleep with my glock in hand these days. Got any bullets left? One. Military police.
3: Military police. Everybody put your hands up. Hands up. Put them on your head. Fingers laced together. Now,
1: nah. this is about the brewing operation, I've got a license and I'm in compliance with my water allotment. You have no right to come in here and... Relax.
3: This is not about compliance. That's what the Alcohol, Cannabis, Water and Control Board does. We're here looking for someone. Who? A man named Riley. You seen him? Never heard of him.
4: Sarge, that's him. He's getting into that truck next to the back gate. Go, go, go!
5: Shoot his tires Don't let him get away!
4: Hold it, Riley. Your truck ain't going anywhere. Just settle down and get out slowly. Put your hand out of the window and open the door from the outside. Keep your other hand where I can see it.
3: All right, now, both hands on your head. Lace your fingers together. O'Brien, get his smart comm. Yes, Sarge. Sir, put your thumb on the smart comm. Not before I talk to a lawyer put him in the jeep.
6: Good idea, General Shellman
3: Head. These
4: supply drops.
3: Yeah, he's pretty damn amazing. I was not expecting a humanitarian mission to come out of Riley's arrest. My mind was blown when Riley started talking. Just spilled his guts. No lawyer or nothing. I asked about that. Turns out Shellman knows Riley's folks. Took care of their horses back before the water shortage. Small world. Approaching drop zone. And... go! All right. Now we head back to base and see if this works. It'll work if they're hungry.
0: That's a supply drop. We've got to get there before Boudreaux takes everything.
2: I know. I'm going to run ahead. You catch up as best you can. I don't like how
0: that sore on your foot looks. You don't feel too good either. Not bad. Here, take my gun.
6: Come on now, they're gone. Let's move out and get this stuff back to camp. We gonna eat good tonight, boys. Damn it,
5: they're
0: getting close. I don't want them to see me. I'm right behind you, Green. Hand me some stuff too. Better stay down low. Yeah, he's pretty mad you don't keep camp with them. Here, take this and get a head start. Ellie, you're kinda slow right now. Give me your empty pot and I'll catch up when I fill it. Okay, Green. Meet me down there away ways by the crooked fir tree. All right, I will. Now go.
6: Hey, anybody seen that two women from Texas?
2: I gotta crawl out of here so they don't see me. Crap they come, Blackberries.
1: They don't look for me in there.
6: They ain't where they really was camping last night, Big girl. Looks like they headed
3: downhill.
1: Alright, we'll find them in the morning. They won't get far with that cyclone limping along. I'll bet the pretty one would like me better fired some medicine for a Hello. Right,
2: Give me your foot, Ellie. I'll put some of this antibiotic goop on it. Glad we lucked out and grabbed some first aid stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty happy about this here can of peaches, too. Want one? In a minute. Think you can get my back with this stuff? I know there's still some stickers in me, too. There's some plastic tweezers in this kit. Yeah, come over here, closer to the fire, so I can see to try to pull them stickers out. Ow! Sorry. It's not your fault. What's this? This package has a letter in it. What's it say? Here, you're closer to the light. You can read it. It's on official U.S. letterhead. To all current and former Southwest Army personnel, these humanitarian supplies are offered in hopes that you will surrender yourselves to the U.S. military at Fort Shannon, Concrete, Washington. That's the little town just west of here, where we can see the small planes landing. Yep. How far do you think it is? Maybe six, seven miles. What's the letter say will happen to us if we turn ourselves in? By order of President Maria Graham Hidalgo, the United States is offering full amnesty to all Southwest Army personnel who present themselves before January 1, 2066. You are to disarm and will be assisted in transitioning to civilian life. Does it say anything about our water rights? Uh, Maybe down lower. Hang on. Oh, yeah, here it is. A restoration corps is forming to help build saltwater desalination plants beginning at the Gulf of Mexico. Other infrastructure projects and humanitarian missions are also in the works. You are encouraged to join these efforts. Huh. We could rebuild Texas and the rest of the Southwest. Yeah. I'm kind of scared to see what things look like now, but who the heck else is going to do it? We should go there to that little town. Concrete, Ellie. If we stay here, we won't survive. Boudreaux's people are going to be looking for us, too. I know. Let's eat and we can head out at sunrise.
5: Peace talks continue in Las Vegas as Hurricane Wilma gathers strength in the Bahamas. We'll have coverage of both throughout the day. This morning's Fox News broadcast is brought to you by Siamu Beef. Lab stock, not livestock.
3: Good old Pete Stanwyck, delivering ridiculous taglines with polish. (laughs) Yeah, I've grown up watching him do that. So what's the deal? Are we supposed to wait up here for people to turn themselves in? No. Jess is going to stay with the truck and watch from up here. The rest of us will fan out the surrounding drop zone. Look for trails. Prints, wrappers, cans, any sign that people retrieve the supplies. What if we find them? Offer them a ride to base and let them know they'll get food and medical treatment. We'll help them contact their families. What if they don't want to come in? Tell them we won't make them. But that we won't be dropping any more supplies either. And then they'll have to come in when the snows start. After the deadline, we'll be hunting them like deer. I'd listen to that.
0: How you doing, Ellie? I've been better. Get all the empty cans and stuff, Barry? Yeah, once we make it to the road, you really think you can walk all the way down the mountain? I have to, Green. You can't carry me down. No, but I could maybe drag you down if we made a sling. If it comes to that, we'll make a sling. For now, I'll use my walking stick. Get down, Green. That is an impressive bull elk. Let's just wait a minute and let him get down the road. I'm pretty jumpy thinking about Boudreaux and Ransom and those guys. Funny, I'm not scared of the U.S. forces now, just the so-called allies from Louisiana up there.
2: I know, me too. A lot of them are alright, but Boudreaux and
0: Ransom creep me right out. Think they'll turn themselves in? I don't know, Green. Boudreaux seems like he probably did some really bad things, maybe before and during the war. Hey, look at that! Those tire tracks look fresh! Yeah, they do. Maybe we don't have to walk all the way down. Maybe not, but I think we ought to get to walking anyway. Oh no, not again. Bathroom? Yeah. It's okay, Ellie. Go into them bushes, I'll keep watch. Take this water
2: with you.
1: Oh crap, hurry up Ellie, there's people coming. I'll see you down there, Private Green. There's your friend, the dippy girl.
6: We grow. there's U.S. Army down there, too. Look. Sarge,
4: there's
3: a woman up there. And looks like some more people up above. U.S. Army, we're here to help. Put your weapons down. Put them down, now! Carson?
2: Ow! Son of a... Green! Oh no, Green! I'm okay, Ellie. Get down. Down here. We ain't turning ourselves in. You shoot
3: again, you won't have to worry about it. You'll be dead.
1: We'll just see about that.
3: Williams, you and O'Brien, get up the side as quiet as you can. Watch out. They'll be doing the same. The women don't look like they're part of that group. I know. I'll get closer to them. You two head up.
1: They're coming! Of the east side! Get down! Behind them rocks! Carson!
5: Ellie?
0: That your cousin? Yes! I'm so glad to see you, Carson!
3: Me too. Ellie, we have to get out of here. Stay covered.
0: Oh my God, Green, that's a lot of blood. Let me look at your leg. I think I'll be okay, Ellie. No, turn over. Here, let me have your belt. I'm gonna use my shirt and your belt to apply pressure to try to stop the bleeding. And lay flat, all right? Ransom, where are you at? Crap, he's getting closer to us. I know, I see him. Don't move. Boudreaux! This is for everything you've done to us! (coughs) Got him!
3: Good shot, cuz!
0: That was my last bullet. Is there a jeep or something nearby? Green's hit and she's lost a lot of blood.
3: Jess, start rolling up the road. O'Brien, you, Hasty, and Williams make your way down here.
4: We got the one they were calling ransom. Zip tied his hands and gagged him so he couldn't give us away.
3: Good job.
4: Bunch of them got away. Went up towards the summit.
3: They'll either come down on their own, die up there, or we'll get them later.
0: Mm, Oh my god, it's good to eat real food. Even army food.
3: I bet. I hope your stomach can handle it.
0: I'm doing better. Doc says Green will be okay, too.
3: That's good news, Ellie. How's everyone else? Back home.
0: I'm not sure about everyone, but I talked to Mama. Daddy's plane went down a year ago, and she's been on her own in that big house. There's no official word if he's dead or not, and she's kind of holding on for hope.
3: I'm so sorry, Ellie. Uncle Duane was always kind to me, and I'll never forget that. What happened to your boyfriend?
0: Nate got killed by friendly fire at the Battle of Eugene. He'd asked me if I would marry him when the war was over. Would you have? I don't know. Probably. I told him the war had changed me so much we'd have to wait and see. and I feel bad about that now, real bad.
3: Last time I talked to my folks, dad was drunk and weepy and mom was making excuses as usual.
0: I'm sorry, Carson. You think you'll go back to school when it's all over?
3: No, I can't go back to Seattle. I don't want to see my dad. I don't think I'm fit for a desk job either. Not right now, anyway. I'm supposed to get out soon, but I've thought about reenlisting.
0: You gonna be a career soldier then? Uh,
3: probably not. It's, it's just that for right now, I don't know what else to do. And maybe serving during more peaceful times would help me figure it out. It's just like you said. War changes you.
0: What's happened to all the rest of the people that were up on the mountain?
3: They came down. We went up again when you were med back to see Drew They were already walking down, had a white flag.
0: Anybody left up there?
3: No. I hear there's some holdouts at Priest River, Idaho, but my unit isn't assigned to that area.
5: Today is March 28th, 2065 and Lady Gaga turned 79. The final four heats up and pop singer showdown will crown a winner tonight. We'll have more sports and entertainment after the break. But first, we bring you a special announcement from the President.
1: My fellow Americans, all fellow Americans, I stand here today with Governor Whitley to declare that the second American Civil War is finally, officially, over. May there never be a third. Both sides have agreed to cease hostilities. We must now work together to ensure everyone has water. And we must work together to build a brighter future for all of our children. I
5: stand next to President Grimes Hidalgo today to assure
1: the people of the Southwest that we will
5: reach fair agreements. I believe the President when she says this, and she has asked me to stay on and advise her on matters pertinent to our region. I, too, want a brighter future for all our children, and I know that all of you do. We'll have in-depth analysis tonight at 11 after the live box network coverage of Lady Gaga's 79th birthday celebration. Brought to you by... It's not cheese spread. It's deceptively delicious.
0: Carson, wake me up when we get to the Gulf Coast, okay?
3: (laughs) Sure thing. But you're going to miss the televised birthday party for Lady Gaga.
0: Oh, I think she'll forgive me. Besides, I need my sleep if we're going to reconstruct the South.
3: I'm glad we both decided to join the Restoration Corps. Maybe we can do some good after all the bad.
0: Ugh, maybe we can. War changes you, cuz.
6: Pete Stanwyck up in three, two, one. Cue
3: the music.
5: This is Pete Stanwick with a special presentation from the Vox Network. Tonight, we take a look at the last four and a half years, a country divided over the most basic necessity, water. Our lives are forever changed. Many have been lost. What lies ahead for a generation of soldiers now returning to their everyday lives? We'll be back in a moment after this message from tonight's sponsor, Condor Body Wash for Men. Take clean to a higher level. That was Civil War
2: 2065, the end based on a story by Joseph Altscheller, written for radio by Sandra Hamilton, starring Kelly Viston as Ellie Holman and Roy Nessel as Carson Smith, also in the cast were Joseph McGuire as O'Brien, Betsy Charnas as Private Green, Dave Johnson as newscaster Pete Stanwick, other parts played by Mark Cronin, Steve Abrahamson, Dave Anderson, Bob Helling, Ziona Pettigrew, Derek White, Victoria Snyder, Reed Thompson, Daryl Moffat, and James Anderson. I'm your announcer, Anne Bodle-Nash. Theme music performed by Jasmine Clementson. Sound design and dialogue editing, Jay Charles. Recording engineer, Dave Anderson. Recording technician, Roberta Wiley. Directed by Robin Candelaria. Produced by Joseph C. McGuire. Recorded in partnership at KSVR Studios in Mount Vernon, Washington. This was a Radio Theater Project presentation.